Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Join us every weekday at this time to discuss news, spend time in the Word, and receive answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, Kathy. Um, how are you? Good this, morning. How are you this morning? We're uh, we are taping this. I'm actually in your state, New Hampshire. I'm not in your yes. in your uh, studio right now, but um, uh, you're not I'm far away. Not far away. <laughs> we'll get to see you later as we uh, do another what we call an elective retreat. Uh, mm-hmm. This is on uh, discerning God's will, uh, applying it to Bible characters. Um, so. That's that's always a beautiful, fun one to understand what it means to uh, that all the stories are people that actually sought God's will and He interacted right. with them. And you know, when you think of God's will, it's kind of simple, really. Is, is God has a will? Uh, Jesus, remember, says uh, several times, "I did not come to do my own will, but what? Mm-hmm. But the will of the, the will fathers. of the Father." And it wasn't. See, it wasn't a yeah, I know that I've come here to, you know, offer myself uh, for a propitiation of sin. And I've got, you know, uh, now I've got my life three years, particularly with disciples. Um, and I'm just supposed to do my best. Mm-hmm. It's I did nothing except what the father told me to do every single day, you know, and I have a will. And my my heart, Jesus said, is to walk into that will because God's will is what, you know, what we keep saying is best and none better. Uh, fulfilling, by the way, his kingdom purposes. And um, so when we we talk about God's will, it's he has a will. Uh, the opportunity is because of our relationship with him, his mm-hmm. his job is to communicate that will to us. Right. That we understand it, hear it, then believe it, and then walk with him into that will. And we keep understanding, and this is what we do with these Bible characters, is it wasn't, you know, like like Joshua, for example, <clears throat> and Caleb, you know, what's your will? I'm going to give you the promised land. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the previous generation, they didn't want to go. So right. so they didn't. Uh, you and this next generation, you know, you have a heart have a to, heart heart to, to go. go. Yeah. yeah, I'm going to give you my will is to give you the promised land. Uh, mm-hmm. And see, at that point, and this is where a lot of believers stop great. <laughs> mm-hmm. When you get it done, let me know. <laughs> right, right. Um, now I just have to wait and go do my own life while he does it. And then, I, then I'll know what to do next. But he, he said, no, I'm telling you my promise, my will, but you have to walk with me mm-hmm. step by step by step into the promise of that. And you, right. have to, you have to do it city by city and moment by moment. And by the way, dynamic things happen, like he had a problem with sin in the camp. And and God had to deal with that. Um, right. it, it wasn't planned, and He didn't say, "Hey, um, I'm causing the sin." It's that while you're walking into the promise, you wound up with sin in the camp. Well, mm-hmm. we got we got to we got to deal with that. Now that it's here, we got to deal with that. And so it's very dynamic, uh, quite fun. And uh, you know what we are trying to help people, even with this aspect of the supernatural, is, um, you know, if we if we ask the question, mm-hmm. you know, 
does does God do supernatural? Can Christ do supernatural? It goes from generally, I th- I think so, mm-hmm. uh, or sure you should be able to. Um, by the way, there's even uh, a whole set of uh, what's called cessation theology. Right, that believes that doesn't happen and any And dispensationalism longer. that even mm-hmm. portrays, well, not really anymore. Yeah, he used to do it, mm-hmm. but he doesn't do that anymore. Um, and that's complete. And you know, I, I have a really simple uh, discussion with that. Is I, let's go to Hebrews 13, and what does he say? I'm the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. So, mm-hmm. he, so you mean somewhere in there he stopped being who he was? <laughs> right, right. I don't think so, you know. And uh, uh, so I'm not sure, uh, or I think he can. And but then the question becomes: Do you believe it's possible for you personally? Mm-hmm. And that's where the struggle is. Is that right? Usually, no. Why not? Well, my church doesn't have many examples of it. Uh, my mm-hmm. small group doesn't have any examples of it. I don't know people that have had it. And it doesn't seem to me that it actually happens. And it either is because they don't deserve it mm-hmm. or they're not doing the right thing. Or he just doesn't care that much about us. And, and uh, maybe, the, maybe the super spiritual people get it. you know. And, <clears throat> and God says, well, the supernatural is for everybody. And you know, the story we went through yesterday is a demonstration of that. You know, yesterday right. we talked about the little Gentile woman who says, you know, heal my daughter. And everyone tried to get her to say, oh, you don't deserve it because you're not Jewish. Uh, but she persisted. And she was persistent, right. And, and stayed with it. And Jesus dialogued with her to get her, you know, where do you, what do you believe about this? Mm-hmm. And she said, well, no matter what, I believe it's still available to me. Mm-hmm. And I'm asking you to fulfill it because I believe it. She said, he says, your great faith has is, is allowed you to have your daughter be well. And, and she's well. And he spoke it being well. And so as we look at the supernatural, you know, we've talked about ways of you know, what does it look like? And then uh, what are the keys to us to be in a position to receive it? And here we're talking in this little section is it really starts to be a way that you think and the, mm. and the choices you make as you pursue his supernatural work. So we have a great mm. little great little story here in Matthew uh, 15. We had one, uh, uh, you know, uh, before in uh, this woman's story, 21 and 28. This one is actually with the disciples, Matthew 15, 32 to 39. Go ahead and read that for us. Sure. Now Jesus called his disciples to himself and said, I have compassion on the multitude because they have now continued with me three days and have nothing to eat. And I do not want to send them away hungry lest they faint on the way. Then his disciples said to him, where could we get enough bread in the wilderness to fill such a great multitude? Jesus said to them, how many loaves do you have? And they said seven and a few little fish. So he commanded the multitude to sit down on the ground and he took the seven loaves and the fish and gave thanks, broke them and gave them to his disciples and the disciples gave to the multitude. Yeah. So they all, oh, go on. Yeah. So they all ate and were filled and they took up seven large baskets full of the fragments that were left. Now those who ate were 4,000 men besides women and children. And he sent away the multitude, got into the boat and came into the region of Magdala. Yeah. So, um, now remember this, this follows 
the story of the feeding of the 5,000. So they've seen him do this before. <laughs> so um, same scenario. Mm-hmm. Um, got a lot of people. Uh, they're listening uh, to God uh, about truth. Uh, they're gathering here and they remember there's a lot of people, 4,000, mm-hmm. not including women and children. So there's probably, you know, eight to 10,000. Right. Um, and, and with that, <laughs> there's a, there's a guy outside my window with his uh, blower. So it might, might be a little noisy, ah. noisy, but <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll just go ahead and continue and, uh, he'll be uh, moving on. I'm sure. Um, interesting, isn't it? That, uh, I'm sure at this moment, the, you know, the enemy's always like, yeah, let me try to distract everybody, but that'll <laughs> eh, be all right. Um, so um, they're there and uh, they've been through this before. Okay, now the feeding of the 5,000, what are we going to do? Mm. Uh, well, let's feed them. Well, we have nothing to feed them with. And he said, well, what have you got? They have something. He said, okay, now you go give it away. And as they were giving it away, it multiplied in the baskets. Right. Uh, they saw that supernatural miracle. Mm-hmm. Uh, it happened. They saw it. They experienced it. And they rejoiced at it. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Here it is. Another situation. Very similar. And what? And say, what, what do they say? What does Jesus say to them? <laughs> and what do they say? He says, you'll basically, I'm having compassion on the multitude. Y'all, I don't want to send him away without food. We need to do something. Okay. Now stop right there. So, um, on the feeding of the 5,000, they came to him. Right. The disciples are the one who initiated. And said, what are we going to do about, we, in other words, we got to send them home because they're hungry. Right. Um, it wasn't even. We got to do something for them. It's just, hey, Jesus, you got to let them go. <laughs> mm-hmm. They they're they're hungry and they got to go and they got to go home and eat. Um, and he says, well, why don't we serve them? Mm-hmm. And they had a whole paradigm shift. Uh, right. Okay, in this case, feeding the four thousand, Jesus says to them, shouldn't we feed them? Right. Yeah. He initiates this. Okay. Now. Um, in a way, because he now asked the question, mm-hmm. what is he expecting the disciples? How are they, how is he expecting the disciples to respond? Well, I don't know, but if I were him, I would be hoping, okay, they took the lesson they learned last time and will respond in kind, assuming that, you know, okay, what do we have? What can we bring? And what are you, what would you like to do with this? Jesus? Yeah. yeah. And know? at least at least based on the experience they had already. Right. Is to say some level of faith to the table. On. So you're, you're, you're saying the same thing. You're hungry. They, they're hungry and, and they need to be mm-hmm. taken care of. I remember we did that. Are mm-hmm. you saying Jesus that you want us to do the same thing that we did before? Right. Are, is that how you're going to fulfill what you just said? Um, and at least have the thought that, the supernatural would be in essence right. a first thought based on what they've already experienced. You right. know? And and they their response was what? Was nothing of that. <laughs> well, where could we get enough bread in the wilderness to yeah. fill such a great multitude? Yeah. As, as if they have complete spiritual amnesia. On yeah, one, exactly. Right? Exactly. <laughs> and that's kind of what Jesus is saying is that well, uh, and maybe even did this, where can we get enough bread? 
Mm -hmm. And I believe Jesus probably said, uh, answer your own question. Mm -hmm. yeah, oh, yeah. oh, <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> oh, that's right. Um, uh, answer your own question of mm -hmm. where, where can we handle this situation so that right. we can receive what you've already done and at least let's, let's start there, mm -hmm. uh, and go there. So what he's trying to say here is you're making a choice is to, um, start thinking first and foremost, supernatural. Mm -hmm. um, instead of always going to the natural, mm -hmm. it's, well, let's, let's think supernatural. And, and I got a problem. I got an issue. I got a situation. Um, and what Jesus would have liked them to say, and he wants us to say is we got a problem. What would mm -hmm. you, what would you say about that? Particularly since I know that you bring resolution supernaturally. Right. Uh, now, we don't know yet exactly what. Um, and Jesus could have said something different here. But um, so it's not like let's just uh, uh, do. We're not go assuming the formula. Yeah, right? we're not we're not taking a formula. Hey, let, should we just take the baskets out again? Uh, I think they already learned something already is that there is no system to this. So, mm -hmm. <laughs> so they're um, they're at least not going there. But um, it's the thought of we got a problem. Uh, you actually introduce the problem mm -hmm. and you're asking us our perspective on that. Right. Um, and he wants us to say, what do you have to say about this? Because we mm -hmm. know that you have the power to do this supernaturally. How do you want us to walk into the supernatural? See the difference? Right. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. What you're really describing there, you know, when you talk in the context of we have a choice to make is where our, where our heart goes to first it's, it's a posture of surrender and going there first. And it's funny, I was having a conversation with a dear friend um, from Brazil who is in a, a part of our church community the other day. And we were just talking about cultural differences and, you know, different countries have different, you know, different things that they deal with. One of the things that she has noticed in particular, as you're up here in New England right now, and I live in New England, our church is in New England. Um, New England in particular, and I think there are other parts of the country that are probably similar to this, but we have a very high value on education and on knowledge. Mm -hmm. You know, this part of the country really, really idolizes knowledge, right? And she recognizes being from Brazil, she can see it so tangibly in the church. Um, just this idea of our default is to go to seeking knowledge for knowledge sakes um, rather than seeking God first. And what you're really talking about here is, is we want to step into really experiencing life in the supernatural and walking with Jesus in this and in intimacy. It begins with going to him first and expecting him to speak and answer. And then he may lead you to go seek knowledge here. He may lead you to take this step here. He may ask you, what do you have? You know, these, these questions follow, but what is our first response? And we need to be willing for our first response to be, I have this, what do you have to say? Yeah. And why is that, um, as God is, is teaching us this, this process, why is that a choice that he wants us to make? What, what's the significance 
of as we have these issues and problems, mm-hmm. which are going to be okay. And by the way, how often are you going to have them? All the time. See, because we as li- soon as one resolves, we got another one. We, so. li- we live in a world of trouble, uh, and we have situations, you know, that are sticky uh, mm-hmm. and difficult. Um, as we were, you know, doing this retreat, uh, there were several couples that have some very sticky, complicated mm-hmm. uh, business issues. Right. That aren't easily resolved, you know, and just like, oh yeah, sure. It's like, you know, I don't even know. And they're, but they're trying to figure them out. Mm-hmm. Um, and as we go through the abiding, it's like, well, why don't you, instead of you figuring it out, right? which by the way, only puts you deeper in the hole, why don't you learn mm-hmm. to go back to God and say, how would you have me process this so that I right. can receive your will? which will then deliver your supernatural work in a situation that I need resolution to. And so we had, we had a couple uh, couples that started that process. And even in the course of a few hours of spending some time, mm-hmm. they started to get this insight and discernment is like, oh, there's, there's what you're up to, you know, right. and uh, because of supernatural. So the question is, why is that so important to start to learn to go there first? Well, for one thing, just on a very basic thing, we're wasting a lot of time and effort (laughs) when we don't, you know, but if he, and he does, he knows, he already knows the answer. He knows where he wants to lead us. He knows what is best. Wouldn't we want to go to the source and just do that and and bypass all the mess of the mistakes along the way, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And to receive, see the beautiful, wonderful answer of, mm-hmm. of uh, glory that God wants to give himself by doing this, to give us encouragement to keep doing that mm-hmm. and think differently. Because as right. we think differently and we go that way first, mm-hmm. we'll start experiencing it more and more and more. You know? right. So um, we have, uh, Scott tells a story of uh, just recently, um, he's got uh, a person that came to a, uh, he'd been to an abiding retreat and then mm-hmm. he, and then he went to covenant. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the covenant is I'm going to bless you to make you a blessing. And, uh, and through the, some of the things we've learned, you know, Scott was making comments that, you know, why, why would God give you a blessing to make you a blessing? And the discussion was, because of the very nature of God, he doesn't do mediocre. He's, he's never mediocre. Right. He's majestic. He delivers majestic answers uh, mm-hmm. and, and resolutions. And God doesn't do mediocre. So he kept repeating that. Um, after the retreat, uh, and he's got a painting business, he was processing this. And he, he kind of recognized, he said, you know, my first natural thought is to accept mediocrity. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess my business is just this level and it'll never be anything great. And I guess that's it. And, but mm-hmm. because of, well, maybe I should think about this differently. Um, father, what do you have to say about it? Mm-hmm. And he got impressed and God says, I'm going to take you to grandeur if you have a heart, mm-hmm. if you have a heart to go. And I don't want you to accept mediocrity. So he's starting to process that. And, uh, and what does that mean? And what he recognized was that he always rejected bidding on bigger jobs because he said, well, I'll never get them anyway. Oh, interesting. So, so why bother? <laughs> so why bother? Well, 
as he starts to recognize, wait a minute, God is majestic. I don't mm-hmm. need to accept mediocrity. You know, Father, what do you have to say about that? And he says, he hears him say through his abiding, there's going to be a, a, a new, much larger job come up. I want you to bid on it. Mm. And he said, because, and remember the supernatural is just, <laughs> is still, is, is the beauty of it is you're hearing God's voice is supernatural by exactly. itself. Exactly. That right in and of yeah. itself is supernatural. Uh, and right? so he's saying, well, because of what you're saying, I'm willing to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, it's not a demand. Right. It was just a following. Okay. You know what? I'm willing to think differently and you do grand and I'm willing to step up into grand. And you said, make the bid. I'm making the bid. I'll make the bid. I'm trusting you in that and taking that next step, um, which is all God's asking at that moment. And for the first time, now, by the way, he he doesn't have the same qualifications as other people who who, who mm-hmm. are used to doing big jobs. Right. So, he, you know, it's not like he a- absolutely naturally is going to get it. It's just I'm making the bid because that's what God said. Well, mm-hmm. he got the he got the bid. That's awesome. Um, I love it. And he rejoiced out of all and all it was it's interesting he didn't even understood this because he spoke this the reason mm-hmm. i'm actually getting this bid is that i had a heart to receive god's supernatural mm-hmm. work um and when right. i when my heart changed about it it happened um, oh fascinating and now I he's ex- now he's excited and and, and he understands you know, okay, I, this happened. Okay, God, now I want my business to be X, Y, and Z. No, he says, I got to just, I got to go with God. It's going to be majestic. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to presume anything and I'm not going to demand anything. I'm just going to follow him. Right, step but I, by step. But I do expect now that I didn't expect a month ago, mm-hmm. supernatural stuff. Why? My mind started to think differently. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what he's trying to say here is that... Um, if you have a heart to start thinking differently, to start uh, allowing yourself to go first, well, I got this issue, or I got this opportunity, or I got this decision, you know, what do you have to say about it? Out mm-hmm. of a desire, not about, remember, his will isn't about what do I do. Right. It's my following him to where he's going to do something, which this guy understood that he didn't get the bid because of his great skill. He got it because God was directing traffic and, right. and, you know, allowed him to get it. So it's, it's really a That's fun awesome. thing to keep thinking as you're choosing to move into the supernatural is to start thinking first. Mm-hmm. There's the key I'm, word. I'm, right wi- I'm, <laughs> I'm willing to uh, hear that what you would like to do, and there'll be plenty of times where God will do it. And it'll excite me to recognize, well, then mm-hmm. why don't I just do that all the time? <laughs> Right, right. So, so Father, awesome. Father, we thank you for the uh, truth of that and the beauty of that, uh, that we would uh, begin to, even when you challenge us, to mm-hmm. think first, well, what do you have to say about this? And, and how would you like to deliver something supernaturally to our real problems? And so we just pray mm-hmm. that we receive that and we begin to shift how we think, which means we go to you and start to experience the supernatural. And we thank you in Christ's name. Amen. Amen. Thanks so much for sharing. Remind me as we start our next episode, I'd love to just bring a tie into that in the going first of what does that look like as we, um, in community with each other, help each other seek God's will. That's good. So I'd like to just press into that a little bit more. That'd be a good discussion. Um, Thanks for joining us. If you have questions, be sure to send them in to questions at afjministry.com and we'll see you next time. Yep. We'll see you then.
Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos. Thank you.